to the Be With Christ podcast. My name is Sarah, and I'm thrilled you've joined us today. Be With Christ is a small business where we have the mission to spread the love of God and serve the homeless. So this is an extension of our small business, and I hope you enjoy. Today, we will be talking about the love of God not in the way you might think, but truly diving in deep, and I hope it encourages you today. If it does, please do share with a friend, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and also check out our website so that you can see all of our products that are, in fact, inspired by the fruit of the spirits, love, joy, and peace. I hope they encourage you and continue spreading the love of God throughout your day-to-day life. Let's dive right on in. Today's today's topic is centered around what centers us all. It is on the uncomprehensible and vast, well-filling, and entirely beautiful love that the Lord has for all of us, every single one of his children that he has adopted unto his sonship. The love of the Lord is just quite profound. And let's just start off by figuring out what the word love even means. So, What does love mean? I want you to take a second and think about what the word love means to you. What do you define love as? Where do you see it every day in your life? Think about it for a few seconds. And now think about not just how you define love on its own, but how do you define it in your life? Where do you see love? And deeper than that, Where do you see the love of God in your daily walk? Do you see it in a friend? Do you see it in your spouse? Do you see it in your students or your children, your coworkers, maybe the people you interact with on a day-to-day basis or something like that? Where do you see the love of God every day? Now that you have your own definition of what love means to you and where you see it in your day-to-day life, I want to tell you that the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines love as a strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. So what does this even mean? Like in our world... um, Where did the word love originate from? In fact, the word love originates from the root lebu, which, or lebe, forgive my pronunciation, but this means to care or to desire or to love. And this is a Proto-Indo-European root, and it just shares um, desires, a longing, and... The traditional root of the word love is 
found commonly there. So now that we have an idea of where the word love comes from and what it means and just a generic definition, I want to take you on a little bit of a deep dive into my science background because I think going down to the smaller things help us to figure out the big things. So what is the first thing that you think of when you think of love? Most people would probably say, you know, heart. And when you think about the heart, it's so, so, so complex. Um, the, gen the general public doesn't know much about the flow of blood and all the different tissue linings and every single intricate detail that our hearts have that it would be able to pump blood to our entire body. Now, I just learned that the tallest man on record was over eight feet tall. His heart must have had to pump blood to God only knows where and back again to be refilled with oxygen. So if you're unfamiliar with how the heart pumps blood, what happens is it has a two-chambered, or excuse me, four-chambered heart with two different pathways so that you have deoxygenated and oxygenated blood that they never really cross simply to keep the blood flowing and to keep oxygen moving into the body and the deoxygenated blood out of the body. This oxygen is transported throughout your entire body to provide um, any supports that it needs and to help it function using a molecule called hemoglobin whether it's providing nutrients, it's helping to blood clot, or just provide um, essential funding, as you might say, for all the other functions in the body. Say it's your liver, your stomach, your toes, your knees to move, your nervous system, or anything. Your heart has to pump all of this blood in order to support the remainder of the body. Now, that being said, there are so many different aspects there's all the different valves and um, you have the aorta you have all these different um, arteries capillaries and veins throughout your entire body and a beautiful um, web system that orchestrates together every single moment of your life i like to think of how detailed and intricate and how perfectly designed our heart is that even though we may not know all the different features of it, we know and can trust that our hearts will continue to pump blood, that our body will continue to functioning, that our body will continue to function. Sorry, I'm a little bit tongue-tied tonight, but, or I guess you probably listened to this in the morning, but nonetheless, um, yeah, so every single detail of our heart our bodies our nervous system all the cardiac tissue that helps us to breathe and pass through all of our membranes is a part of our autonomic nervous system and you might think of this word as auto see the first part in that word and that just means automatic where you don't really think about it and it automatically triggers your body knows it needs blood and it pumps it for you it's just 
something we don't spend our time thinking about. Oh, I need to put oxygen in my lung cells or my liver cells. And let me go do that right now. Um, <laughs> so there's many different ways in which our bodies function that we just don't know. And I love getting to see God in the perfect design that he has created for in Genesis 1, verse 26, if you're looking, it says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle over all of the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So this verse honestly just like proves entirely and defines that God has made us in his perfect image. And to be designed and to know what our hearts actually do and to know that he loves us so much in that sense, down to the tiny cells in our heart, I think is so fascinating and so now that we know a little bit more about the physical heart um i also hope you know about how thick heart tissue has to be in order to pump all that blood i think either way regardless of how much you know regarding the physical body i hope that you know what paul says in ephesians chapter 3 he says in a prayer, which I highly encourage you read Ephesians to just truly grasp the love that God has for you that he reflects through Paul. And he says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. And this is Ephesians three fourteen to 20. So to be completely honest, we can know so much about everything. We can know how love attempts to work. We can figure out how the heart works. We can figure out how we work and are compatible with other people. And we can figure out what goes on in our lives. Like, for example, like relationships with other people or anything that causes us to love and to express emotion i think that we can attempt to learn ourselves we can learn the patterns of other people but it's just so profound that we cannot fully even comprehend the depth of god's love and that's why i think it's hard to understand how large it is for us and so in my head i kind of picture a cardboard box it's closed up it's dark and like whomever made this box or whoever made this box has decided I know I'm gonna put a light bulb inside and light as you may know just you can see a light bulb everywhere if it goes through say this cardboard box it pours out of the cracks it pours into the room that it's in and it just extends it doesn't fit in that box and 
it says, I'm leaving this box. I'm going out of it. I'm trying new things and I'm doing so in confidence that people will see how bright I am, that they'd be drawn to this box. And I think as we draw near to God and we pull in and press into his word and know his love for us, that as we know how he made us and in his image, how he made us, that people would be drawn because his light is shining inside of us, because his love is outpouring of us, that more people want to have that love. And going back to that definition of what love actually means from the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it says, again, a strong affection for another rising out of kinship or personal ties. And it also says like based on desire and some other definitions of love are like pleasure or um, just having desire. And I just really want to hone in on that word for some reason, desire, because our physical bodies do desire um, love and they do desire care. Our mental, emotional states do desire things. And I think and know that the Lord has placed in our hearts a hole and somewhere where only his love can fill, only that specific type of light can fill. Imagine this for a moment. You are filling up a jar. I'm not sure if you've heard of this analogy before, but just picture that you are holding a jar. You fill it with rocks all the way to the top. You close the jar and it looks full because it's full of rocks. You close it. You take your rocks home. Next, you go bring this jar back to the beach and you fill it up with seashells. It fits into different nooks and crannies of that jar. And then you fill it all the way to the top. It's full. It's got to be full. You've you put all the seashells and rocks you possibly could fit in that jar. And it's full. And you're going to go make something out of it. You decide you need to fill this jar even more. Because there has to be more space in it. And you go back to the beach. Or you go hiking. And you find some dirt or sand. And it fills everything. And it keeps it fills more holes and more holes and more holes. And then there can't be any more space in this jar, obviously. Well, guess what? There is. Try filling this jar next time you go to the beach and you're going to fill it with water and just be surprised as to how much space there still is left in that jar. And I think if we relate this to the Lord's love and we can think that we're, we've been filled with his love and we can think that we comprehend his love because we've filled a jar in our minds of understanding of his love. And we've only um, filled it with rocks, for example, but the Lord continues to pour into that. He uses different people. He uses his word, his scripture, and he uses different experiences to pour into that, into spaces that we didn't know we had and into areas where we didn't know needed to be filled. And my prayer for you today is that you would know how much you don't know and that you would know that God made you who you are to be loved by him because only he can truly know who we are as individuals in communities and my prayer is that you would um, that you would really truly know his deep love for you. And I think also in the way of love, um, 
it can be so interesting because it's a service and it's a sacrificial type of service as God calls us to. Um, and it's not to always be desireful as the definitions may say, but it is to serve others. And there are so many classic examples in first Corinthians and it's like, love is patient and love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonest. It's not dishonest. It does not hurt others. It keeps no records of wrongs. And I highly encourage you to look into that passage, although it's read at several weddings and other things like that. Um, I think it's very powerful simply because it shows the different sides of love. Maybe it's not just a box. Maybe it's a dodecagon or something with even more sides you didn't know and I think it's comforting and hopeful to even know that we don't know all the ways in which we're loved by God or how he can even love us now there's also a valid and very valuable area of love if we take a different look at it because like I said love has so many different sides to it and if we look at love from this side of service it is so beautiful to see how Jesus has shown his love for us and he does it so sacrificially and he continues to pour out onto others because of where he's filled from. It says in the book of John verse or chapter 10 verse 17 and it says greater love has no one than this that someone lay down his life for his friends. And so I like to think about this in our context today simply because it's a way for us to look at how to love well and it's so hard because it can be so easy to love people when we want to. And it can be easy to love people when they're being super nice to us and when they are being a good friend, spouse, um, sibling, etc. And it can be so much more of a challenge to love when it's hard hard which the lord does not call us to be comfortable that's for sure but i do highly encourage you to take a moment today and reflect on entirely what you could do in your life that would be of service to someone else as a way to intentionally love other people and not just like holding the door which maybe that is your way of intentionally loving someone but see where they need something um, and where they might appreciate something that you might not, which takes more of an effort than just simply doing something that you think. Like, for example, I personally would love if someone were to, like, ask me to go out to coffee and that would be so sweet, like, to just spend time with someone and go out to coffee together. But for that other person they might not find as much value in going out to coffee where they might enjoy going for a walk or spending time at home or maybe it's having someone do the dishes for them. So there's different ways to love each person and I think 
knowing that about each other can be so valuable in our walk with God and it can really help us to truly be in tune with our current life and in the way that which we love it says and what this is most of what be with christ is founded on is let all that you do be done in love which is in first corinthians sixteen fourteen, and that scripture is just so powerful to me because we are called to do everything in love and that means looking at ways in which we can in every single thing we do now don't get me wrong it sounds harder than it harder than it is and also easier than it is so you never know what could come of something that you do and if you do it in love the lord has room to then move in what you're doing and i highly encourage you to see which ways you act in love and which ways you're looking to be intentional and it says in second john 1 6 and this is love that we walk in obedience to his commands and as you have heard from the beginning his command is that you walk in love so as we serve others as we walk in community with our friends and family and those that we love and those that are hard to love that if we choose to obey god that is that is love and if we choose to um follow his commands and to serve others if we are slow to be angry and slow to speak that is choosing to love and it's choosing to do it well um and serving others is one of the most profound ways of loving just because it's not for you but it's for someone else and it's that your intention behind it it says i'm not sure the scripture but it says somewhere in the bible that it says in oh my goodness i don't know the scripture but it says that the lord searches our hearts and he knows the intentions of our hearts and that we are outpouring to him but he knows our intention and so what today would you search your intentions would you pray that the lord searches your heart and that um his will is done through your actions and who you interact with and speak that his love might be poured out and i think that's some of the most powerful things is just seeing how god can move in your life at the beginning of this podcast you thought of different ways in which you saw god's love and I pray that if someone else were answering this, that they would be answering you and that they see the Lord reflecting out of you. I wanted to take a moment and thank you for tuning into the Be With Christ podcast this week and let you know that right now we're celebrating our one year anniversary, which is such a blessing. So if you head on over to our website, we have site-wide sale going on and I hope you can continue to spread some love to your local communities through there and as this Valentine's Day comes around, my prayer is that you would um, choose to love like Jesus did, that you would seek his love and that you would get to know him and how he loves you so deeply, so deeply, deeper than the tissues in your heart, deeper than the blood that pumps through your body and deeper than anything you could even understand. So I pray that you would tune into the not just the broadcast of this podcast but the broadcast jesus is um, speaking to your heart and i pray that 
he would search it and that he would guard your heart from the attacks of this world. And I thank you again for tuning in. I'll be talking to you next time.